Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews podcast. Today, I talk about Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. After Halloween 3 was considered a colossal failure, the main suits behind the Halloween franchise, meaning Mustafa Akkad and others, thought it was great to bring back Michael Myers, dust him off, and say that, you know, they didn't die in the fire of Halloween 2. So, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers is a 1988 American slasher film directed by Dwight H. Little, written by Alan B. McElroy, and starring Donald Pleasance, Ellie Cornell, and Daniel Harris. The fourth installment in the Halloween franchise that follows Michael Myers returning to Haddonfield after being in a coma to kill his niece, Jamie Lloyd, the daughter of Laurie Strode, with his former psychiatrist, Dr. Sam Loomis, again pursuing him. As its title suggests, the film marks the return of Michael Myers after his absence in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It is a direct sequel to Halloween 2, ignoring the events of Season of the Witch, which took place in a different continuity from the first two films. Initially, John Carpenter and co-producer Deborah Hill intended to create an anthology series with only the first two films being connected. Halloween 4 was originally intended to be a ghost story, but after the poor reception of Halloween 3, due to not being a continuation of Michael's story, the film reintroduced him, and he has remained remained the antagonist of the series ever since. Released in uh, the United States on October 21, 1988, Halloween 4 grossed $17.8 million domestically on a budget of $5 million and received mostly negative reviews from critics. However, the film, much like the series in general, has developed a strong cult following since its release. The film begins the tr- Thorn trilogy story arc, which would be continued in Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, and six, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Well, Halloween 4, as I've said before, is the return of Michael Myers. Uh, in this movie, we find out that Michael's been in a coma ever since, you know, supposedly not dying in Halloween 2. Um, he's going to be transferred to uh, Smith's Grove Sanitarium, um, which if you already know what's going to happen, or if you already hear those words now, you already know he's going to get away. Um, he hears that he has a niece from one of the medics, which I thought was stupid. Why would you openly talk about that? Because this guy goes after his family. So, oh, hey, I have a niece now. So he's going to go and kill them to get to her. It's like, come on, guys. Think. Um, and Michael does escape making his way to Hadfield. Uh, Dr. Loomis learns of Michael being transferred and they find the ambulance and he says, well, I'm going to Haddonfield. You can reach me there. I'll be working with the local police, blah, blah, blah. Um, he gets to a gas station where Michael has already killed a mechanic and a clerk. He Michael steals the mechanic's overalls um, and then escapes in a tow truck, causing a big explosion. And uh, he destroys um, Loomis's car. And also disables the phone lines, meaning that if anyone were to try and call to figure out what's all going on, wouldn't get out. Um, meanwhile, you have Jamie Lloyd, who is 
um, Laurie Strode's daughter and Michael's niece. She's living in Hanfield with a foster family, the Carruthers. Um, and she has a stepsister, older stepsister by the name of Rachel. Um, Jamie does know about um, Michael. The thing is, she doesn't realize this is the man she's having nightmares about. Um, <laughs> on Halloween night, Rachel has to cancel a date with their uh, boyfriend, Brady, to uh, babysit Rachel. So, they, uh, before all that, they go to a, um, when you see Jamie looking at pictures before she's grabbed by Michael, which is a dream, um, Jamie looks at a picture of Lori. We find out that Lori dies. Later movies, we find out that's not true, but in this movie, Lori is dead. Um, supposedly died in a car accident um, with her father. You you don't know who the father of Jamie is. It's supposedly supposed to be Jimmy, the paramedic from uh, um, Halloween 2. But I think the comics go more into that. Maybe even the novelization of this book or this the novelization of this film maybe goes more into that. But in the movie, you just know that she had a dad and her... Lori Strode and her husband and Jamie's father and all that died in a plane or died in a plane crash. What the hell am I thinking? Died in a car accident and Lori, Jamie would be, you know, um, taking care, adopted by the brothers and so on and so forth. Well, they go to uh, um. Michael ends up arriving in Haddonfield and ends up at the same store that Rachel and Jamie go to. He almost attacks her, but um, he has to flee from there be after Jamie screams and alerts Rachel. Well, later that night, they go out and go trick-or-treating and all that. And they, uh, they, while they're trick-or-treating, Michael goes to a power station and kills a worker by throwing him into the Transformer, um, making sure that no one could reach anyone unless they had a radio or something. Um, Loomis arrives and warns the new sheriff, Ben Meeker. Um, something that I really think they should have done was shown Michael how he attacks the police station and kills all the police officers. Not you know, about what's going on in the world today, just because I, when they, when Loomis and Ben Meeker, who takes over Sheriff Brackett's role of Sheriff Brackett, we learn in the movie, has went, moved, retired and moved to Florida. Um, when Meeker and Loomis arrive back at the police station, they find it totally in tethers. Um, and then a bunch of drunks and all that form a lynch mob once they find out from Loomis um, that Michael has returned. Um, Rachel discovers that her boyfriend Brady cheats on her with, uh, with her friend and uh, Meeker's daughter Kelly. And then uh, we get to... The sheriff and Loomis finding Jamie Lloyd and all that. 
and they make it back to the sheriff's house. They barricade the house. Loomis goes out and looking for to uh, find Michael. Um, Meeker heads out to uh, deal with the lynch mob, but not before telling um, Rachel to go down the basement and wait for a word uh, from the state police on this radio that Meeker has. So Rachel's down there. Um, Michael has now snuck into the house, which you don't see him. He kills the deputy, Logan, and uh, Sheriff Meeker's daughter, Kelly. Rachel, Jamie, and Brady realize they're trapped in the house, so they flee, and yeah, yeah, Brady dies being a a good guy, probably for once in his life. Um, Then, uh, Michael crushes Brady's skull, killing him. The girls climb through a window onto the roof. Jamie is lowered to safety, but Michael attacks Rachel, knocks her off the roof. You then have Michael pursuing Jamie, and Jamie runs into Loomis. Uh, They take shelter in a school where Loomis gets attacked. Um, Then Jamie would later fall downstairs and all that stuff. Um, The movie ends with Michael being relentlessly shot at by the lynch mob, the state police, Meeker. Um, Jamie does touch Michael's hand. And after he does that, he rises and then he gets shot. He falls down a mine, which everyone thinks, oh, he's dead, he's dead. Um, Loomis and Meeker take the girls home. Um, The children are traumatized. Uh, Darlene, the mother... Goes up to uh, run Jamie a bath, but uh, is attacked by Jamie. Loomis sees that he's about to shoot her, but um, he screams, no, no, no. Um, Meeker stops him from shooting Jamie. Then uh, Rachel, Richard, and Meeker look in a state of horror as Loomis is crying. Because he, what was going to happen... In Halloween 5 was that originally Jamie was going to be the killer in Halloween 5 after this. And it didn't work out that way. So thank God for that. Um, It really, really was weird how they were going to do that. Um, Like I say... Halloween 3 not working out, they brought back Michael. Mustafa Akkad said, you know, I want to move further with the original series, and that's bringing back Michael. Um, It's funny. Because everyone that came out of... uh, Um that everybody that came out of Halloween 3 was questioning, where's Michael, where's Michael, where's Michael? And so that's why Halloween 4 came about. Um, John Carpenter was approached by Canon Films, who had just finished 
1986 movie, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, to write and direct Halloween 4. Deborah Hill planned to produce the film while Carpenter teamed with Dennis Etchens, who under the pseudonym Jack Martin had written novelizations of both Halloween 2 and Halloween 3 Season of the Witch to write a script to Halloween 4. Originally, Joe Dante was Carpenter's choice and mind of director for the project. However, Akkad rejected the script, calling it too cerebral, insisting that any new Halloween sequel must feature Myers as a flesh and blood killer. In any interview, in an interview, he explained how he received the phone call informing him of the rejection of his script. I received a call from Deborah Hill and she said, Dennis, I just wanted to you to know that John and I have sold our interest in the title Halloween and unfortunately your script was not a part of that deal. Carpenter and Hill had signed all their rights away to Akkad, who gained ownership. Akkad said, I just went back to the basics of Halloween on Halloween 4, and it was most successful. As Carpenter refused to continue his involvement with the series, a new director was sought out. Dwight H. Little, a native of Ohio, replaced Carpenter. Little had previously directed episodes for Halloween Nightmare, or Freddy's Nightmares and the film Bloodstone. Um... It originally Jamie was even supposed to have the name of Brittany Lloyd Laurie Strode's daughter, but that was all changed. Um, like I said, um, the character Laurie Strode was revealed to have died in a car accident. Yada yada yada. Um, but they changed it to Jamie in homage to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I think what really, really happened was that, you know, again, like I say, and I've always said this about the whole series, without Michael or Loomis, you don't really have a series. And people on Facebook have laughed at me for saying that, but it's true. I'm sorry to say it, but you know what? You can have Jamie Lee, you can have Daniel Harris, you can have whatever actress you want, be Laurie Strode or be a different character, but your nitty-gritty of the films before Donald Pleasance passed away was Loomis at against Michael, and then Michael being an unstoppable killing machine. Giving uh, Michael all these reasons to be who he is will take away from who he is as a per as a killer. You don't need him to go after his family. Just have him be a killer. Works out perfectly. Um, I think it's really, really stupid that, you know, um, It's stupid that a lot of the stuff was you know what it was and I think what they wanted to do originally was a lot from and I'm sorry to be back and forth on everything. But I think what originally was supposed to happen was that I've, we watched a movie touched on this and I would love to have the guys on to,
to talk about this movie with me if I ever could. Um, originally, what was supposed to happen was that the story of this was that, and you can even go on their YouTube channel and hear about the Halloween for the sequel we never got. Um, originally, Jamie Lee Curtis was going to come back and everything was going to be still built around Lori, Michael and, um, and, um, Loomis, but yet everything was going to be different in a way too, because, um, Because what they wanted to do was make Halloween pretty much ban in Haddonfield. So what would later happen in Halloween 6 is what would be in this movie. Where Halloween was banned. Um, everyone was uh, still on high alert because of what happened in Halloween 1 and 2. Um, but it didn't happen because Jamie Lee Curtis who they asked to reprise her role, said no. Um, she, at that time, she was a big, huge, successful actress um, in Trading Places, A Fish Called Wanda. Um, she would later return, as we all know. So she was written out, died in a car accident, which is briefly explained in the film. I think with this movie... was because I think the real success of this movie was Michael being back in it. And with Loomis, I don't think him going after his niece or whatever was a success or turning her evil at the end was a success. I think what really was the success is that Halloween brought back Michael and brought back Loomis. Um, a ranking on this one, I would probably give it a six out of 10, just because, like I said, there is soap opera, there is drama in this movie. Um, <laughs> and it, I'm not saying the whole movie is that way. I'm just saying the Rachel and Brady and Kelly, that triangle, love triangle thing is kind of the, what I was, what I'm talking about. Um, it didn't need it. It really didn't. Um, and, you know, I, it's still a great movie. Uh, I'll give him that. I'll also say that, you know, this movie really did bring back Michael in a great way. Um, much better than what the original sequel or what the original... Not only did it bring him back, but it also brought back what made him scary, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> a lot of people think George P. Wilbur, and I just read this, was the best actor to portray the shape. I disagree on that one. I think the two there's two, and that would be 
Nick Castle, the original guy. Not Tony fucking Moran, no matter what Tony Moran says. And James Jude Courtney, who is now Michael Myers in the new movies. Um, I think it's funny that, you know, the crew always had to make sure um, that Daniel Harris didn't get scared because she was a little child at the time, this time. Um, and, you know, there was some bumps and bruises in this film. So I I think what really, if anyone, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. If you've seen the first two, watch this movie. Um, watch all the movies. I hate some of them, but it's a good franchise overall. It, it had its hiccups here and there, uh, five and six. And then, you know, eight with resurrection was a hiccup, I think, but Ultimately, Halloween 4 brings it back to what we love about Halloween. Um, like I say, Michael Myers brought back, Loomis brought back, and then they rounded it out with Sporting Cast. Um, Monday, I will be talking about Halloween 5. Sorry if this one was kind of screwy again. Um, just, I, I feel like I've been off my game lately but you know the sport means a lot to me and uh like i've told my fiance Alyssa many times it's like i just sometimes feel off with some of my episodes and i'll put them on anyway because i know you guys love the this podcast and you show the sport for it all the time and i thank you guys so very much for it um monday i'll probably talk about halloween five if not halloween five i'll talk about something different so hopefully you guys uh, um like it and love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Tune back in on Monday for another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews podcast. And hopefully you're all safe in this world. Um, I know it's with what's all going on and it, it's kind of like, oh, you want to freak out. But, you know, stay safe, please. Um. Also, live your life to the fullest, no matter what, and keep being you, because no one can tell you you're doing it wrong. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Stephen Jarvis, signing out. Goodbye.